Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about the heavy-duty parts you buy and sell and keep you informed about what's happening in the industry. This episode is sponsored by DPFX Fit a manufacturer of DPFs and DOCs that offer OEM durability and performance with aftermarket affordability. To learn more, go to dpfxfit.com. Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin. It takes a lot to keep a commercial fleet running and to keep it at maximum efficiency and really to push that uptime so that the vehicles are earning and making profit for the fleet. And, And that is a Rural requirement for fleets today in the competitive landscape that they operate in. Our guests today have made it their mission to provide fleets with exceptional service and a data-driven approach to providing maximum uptime. And as we all know, over the last decade or so, diesel emission systems have become a real pain point for fleets along with their cooling systems. And so, Our guests today are specialists in this. The name of their company is Emissions and Cooling Solutions, and I'm really happy to have Marlo Payant, who's in operations. Marlo, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jamie, for having us. And we've also got Randy Griffith, who's the Director of Technical Sales. Randy, happy to have you here. Thanks for having us. So I'd like to kind of start out by getting an understanding of where the business that you have What's the why behind it? What's the motivation? Why is emissions and cooling solutions in business, Marlo? Yeah, so for us, from day one, it's always been the people at ECS, whether it's the technician in the back, people on the phones, accounts payable, accounts receivable, it doesn't matter who it was for us um, internally. It's always been, they've been our driving force uh, to push us where we are and where we've came from for the last 10 years. We've got the word solutions in our name, and that really airs to the side of, of our customers and our partners who we work with day in and day out. We believe that that's a real driving force for us is that word solutions. We just believe that, that the customer in the end is really looking for uh, a solution to a problem usually. You know, one of the things I've noticed in, in my years in heavy duty is that Sometimes people start to think that they are in the business of whatever service or product they sell. But I think you, you touched on something that's so important, that the, the driving force behind companies needs to be the total solution that they offer the industry. And I can really see that from uh, your perspective, you know, that, that is that driving force that's moving you forward. I'd like to talk about the vision and the mission of the company because I was looking at your website and you've listed those two things as being separate. And I'd like you to maybe explain to us the difference between the vision and the mission and and how that relates to how you go to market with your services and products. Yeah. So for for us, our vision is to be the primary solutions provider for commercial diesel systems. 
So it's a pretty bold, big statement. And, and in order to accomplish that, we believe there's really three things that we have to do well in being the most effective way, the most economical, and the most timely solution. And within those three tenants, that economical piece for us is really, really important. We're big believers in not um, trying to solve problems by throwing parts at it or you know, just saying, we'll, we'll throw this on or that on. Um, really, we've, we've spent years and years of labor of trying to figure out what is the most economical solution for the customer in order to increase his bottom line, um, rather than just saying, uh, uh, we want to increase our sales, so we're going to sell you a new part. It's how do, we, how do we come up with a solution to really help you and create a long-term partnership with you? Right. There's no room for shotgun repairs in this industry, especially with, you know, it, it's, it's a different scenario with commercial work vehicles too, because these things are a work vehicle. They, they're there to make money. They're there to create a return on investment. And they have a very important job to do that really supports our society, whether they're delivering raw materials or finished goods or medical supplies. So it's, it's a great industry to be in. And we can't uh, take it from like that shotgun approach where you're just throwing parts at the problem. It's really about finding the solution for the customer. So your company's been in business for many years now. I'd like to hear, Marlo, a little bit about the history of emissions and, and cooling solutions. Yeah. So we started in 2010. We were primarily at that point a on our cooling, the cooling piece of our name is where we focus. So radiators, charge air coolers, heat exchangers, stationary power units. Uh, so in the early years, there was a big focus on the cooling piece. But at the same rate, at the same time, we saw a need come from our customers on the emission side. So it was really at the very beginning um, stages of when the after-treatment system was being introduced. So from early on, we've tested and cleaned and worked with customers on creating um, programs and solutions on the emission side in order to help their bottom line. I love to hear the, the origin stories for companies. And I could just imagine the company starting in 2010, being focused on the cooling part of, of the truck. And then, you know, as, as diesel emission systems became more and more um, important and, and, and more and more of a pain point for fleets, I could see how you pivoted and your company took advantage of that opportunity to be able to provide expanded services and products to your customers. So with that you know, history behind you, and now you're, it's 2021 and you look to the future, what does the future look like for emissions and cooling solutions? Well, and you'd mentioned it earlier the, when talking about the ROI for fleets. That's a big piece for us um, in our value proposition of thinking about how do we create value for the customer. Um, and in your intro, you mentioned the data-driven approach for us. So when we think about um, where we are today and, and all the change that is going on in the after-treatment world, um, over the last five years, we've, we've collected data on every filter that we've put through our system for every customer that's, that's, that's come through our system. And that is a piece of where uh, we believe that the market is changing and things are going on um, that are out of our control, but we do see um, ourselves in the same position as we were five years ago when we came up with DPF Renew uh, in the sense of uh, a lot of things are always gonna be changing, but we believe our vision and our mission uh, of what we started off with is gonna stay consistent uh, with where we are today and, and moving forward. We're just going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by DPFX Fit, a manufacturer of DPFs and DOCs that offer OEM durability and performance with aftermarket affordability. To learn more, go to dpfxfit.com. 
We're back from hearing from our sponsor, and I'd like to talk to Randy now a little bit about uh, your company and about the role that you play. Uh, so, Randy, uh, when I was on your site, I noticed that you had three categories listed there. It said repair, renew, and replace. And then uh, the renew was spelled R-E-N-U, which caught my attention right away. Can you explain to me what, what that stands for and, and what's the thought behind that? Yeah. In, in our business, like Marlo just said, we're very focused on the ROI for the customer. And I think that's vitally important to the fleets and all the folks that we deal with. So we do have those three options. So we have a repair option, which is um, something that not a lot of people are doing on the after treatment side of things. And then the renew is really the option for folks that are looking for the best quality product at a good price. So with Cummins leaving kind of the after treatment world, uh, now with them canceling their remand program, we see renew as a product to fill that void. And so the renew program is, is not just a thermal cleaning. It's not just a liquid cleaning and it's not just a blast only. It's an incorporation of multiple technologies to give you the closest to an OE reman as possible with your own parts. We see it as a, as a way to bridge the gap between new parts and just a cleaning in your local market. The other thing, uh, the reason why it's spelled that way is because it's really, like you said, it really stands out when you see it, when you read it. The reman world, you know, there's common misconceptions, as I'm sure you know, of what a reman is, whether there's new cores in it or, all that stuff. And so we went with um, Renew because we feel like that really encompasses kind of a, a new era kind of beyond the reman. There, there's big changes with this with this decision by, by Cummins. Like there's big implications with that decision because I think for a long time, even just the use of the word reman with a DPF filter was just not accurate because it wasn't really a core being completely stripped down and rebuilt with new parts, like like the remanufacturing I did with pneumatic controls when I first started the industry. It really was just a cleaning of that filter. And so really more, it was an exchange program. And so with, with companies like you being able to provide your customers with the ability to have that DPF filter cleaned, what are the advantages of, of retaining ownership of that filter and, and not giving that up in an exchange program? Yeah. So as Marlo alluded to, we're, we're very data driven in the way we handle this. We feel like that's the way the industry is going. A lot of people are reading data, you know, to do analytics and to do preventative, even preventative maintenance with uh, data. So with the DPF Renew program, we actually track that part by the OE serial number. And if that's not possible, we do our own emission and cooling serial number or uh, Renew serial number. And we can take that part and we can track it from the day, the first day it comes in to one of our facilities. I don't care if it's here or in one of our other seven facilities and we can actually track that part. So previously when you bought a, re, uh, a remand from Cummins, you had no idea what you were getting. It could have a million miles on it. It could fi have 500 miles on it. You had no idea what was going on with it. And that was one of the major flaws that we saw in the OE program. And the other thing is cost, you know, cost, the cost perspective on a, on a remand, the cost of poker has gone up. So you no longer have an option of a Cummins remand. You have either a new unit or you have a local cleaner who's cleaning your parts and you don't, I mean, some guys are giving you really good data. Other guys aren't. Um, so the DPF renew kind of wraps all that in the same package and gives you about a 70% savings over what it would cost to replace it with a new filter. 
Wow. Well, that, that's great. And then when it does come to a time when that particular filter is at the end of its life, then you have the ability to provide them with a replacement part that uh, enables them to continue with, with maximizing uptime. Is that correct? Yeah. We talk about this all the time. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of noise in the market right now, and there's a lot of different suppliers out there. And our goal as a solutions provider is to provide a customer with a economical and very, very good product. Um, you know, we don't always sell the cheapest stuff out there. We really do try and source really great products from really great partners of our own, which is very beneficial to the fleets because you can get some stuff that's not as, not as good or, you know, some parts that haven't, the OE problems haven't been fixed with them. But a lot of the aftermarket guys have fixed a lot of those OE problems that we're seeing. And so it's really beneficial to the fleets and our customers to be able to buy an aftermarket product without, and especially without a core charge. You know, there, there are guys out there that were chasing, they had people in buildings in their corporate offices chasing nothing but core charges. And so if we can alleviate that problem for them, that's a, that's another added bonus for us. Yeah. And I, I like what you said about when it comes to the purchase price of a product, uh, that is really only one of the metrics you have to look at, at what that part is actually costing the end user customer. Cause there's a lot more to it than just that initial purchase price. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Five, five years ago when we solidified our DPF renew process, we worked with some OE engineers on coming up with this process. And that was a big piece of it for them was this core uh, mentality. When they were in our shop and we were developing this, it was thinking about, okay, they're, they're dealing with all these core issues. And so that was one of the big drivers behind um, DPF Renew was this idea of the core. And, and after the Cummins remand, we've seen that that was a big uh, downfall of, of that program. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So you have uh, been working with fleets, but you've also earned the trust of uh, truck dealerships can you tell us a little bit about your relationship with dealerships? How, how does that work? We have some partner dealerships that we work with. And one of, the, one of the major benefits to doing that for both them and for us and for the end user or the fleet is because their name is on the side of the building or their name is on the front of the truck or their name is underneath the hood of the truck, people feel like they need to go back to those folks to buy their parts, which is, is just kind of part of the way the industry is, as opposed to the automotive where everybody goes aftermarket. One of our major pushes is to work with these OE dealers so that they have a great quality solution and DPF Renew to provide to their customers. And that really speeds up the process because with a trusted dealer who they buy their trucks from and they buy all their other parts from, it just makes it easy for those guys to pick up the phone and have one of the local reps that deals with that particular truck brand to help them. And so we kind of use that as a segue into bringing uh, a good quality product to fleets that are otherwise closed off to the aftermarket world. Right. And, and it's important to have options available for, for customers because, of course, every fleet is working in different vocations and they're at different life cycles of the trucks. And there's so many factors that a fleet has to take into consideration when they're purchasing parts. So you're providing these dealerships with the opportunity to provide them, uh, their customers with a, an alternative. And also, I mean, that's a real nod to how much they trust your organization and the products that you're selling that they want to partner with you. That's fantastic. One, one thing that we've always found too is in the after treatment world, there are so many things that have changed and continue to change. 
the things that we do know, we, we are huge into whether it's the fleet or the dealer. Um, the technician is the one that's hands are on these parts and are, are trying to figure out how to solve these problems. And so we work really closely with technicians at dealerships, technicians at fleets in order to, to give them solutions or, or, or train them on uh, how to really work hands-on with these systems. Yeah, that's great. That's one of the things that I've uh, talked to a lot of people in the industry across the United States and Canada, and it's very consistent that technical training and, and, and really helping technicians get access to good quality information is a real need in the industry. So I thought it'd be great, Randy, if you could share with us, I know your background, you, you were a technician. Maybe you could share with us a, a technical tip or hack that will help uh, anyone who's listening who is responsible for repairing commercial vehicles. Yeah, so I did start my life as a technician um, straight out of high school and uh, been in the fleet world for a long time, family ties to it. One of the things that is kind of new to this after treatment and how it works in the fleet business is most people try and pinpoint things based on diagnostic trouble codes. And so one of the things that we that I find when I'm doing hands-on training, which we provide to all of our partners, is everybody wants to go to that specific component. The problem is 10 out of 10 times in the after treatment, all the problems start upstream. So uh, we utilize technologies like the Redline HD Power Smoke Machine, which uh, I use all the time. It's one of the greatest diagnostic tools, in my opinion. And we find upstream leaks that people never tie back to the after treatment problem that they're having. Number one thing that, that we give to our customers is, you know, hey guys, let's think about this as, as a full system. Um, and then it's also three systems in one, right? So you have the engine component that creates the soot. Then you have the uh, DPF system that traps the soot. And then you have the SCR system that deals with the gases on the backside. It's nothing magic. It's nothing other than a trash can on the DPF side. And everybody wants to point to their DPF filter as being the problem, but it's never the problem. It's always happening upstream. Yeah, that's a, that's a great tip. I think, I think the more technicians can look at trucks as a total system, and try to take a step back from just kind of throwing parts at the problem, the more effective they will be in, in repairs. You know, Marlo, people often remember what we say last. What is one thing that you just want to make sure people remember about emissions and cooling solutions? For us, innovation has always been a big piece of what we do. So as Randy was just saying, this, this industry is always changing, not even just, not just the after-treatment system, but the whole, the whole heavy-duty industry, the parts, the electrification of it. So it doesn't matter what's going on. Um, for us, we've always really tried to hone in on thinking about innovation, um, whether it's through equipment, through uh, repairs, through renew. So for us, we've always looked at our customers and our partners and our team at ECS and really tried to drill that home about always wanting to innovate and to think about um, where we are and where we need to go. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we've been speaking with the team at Emissions and Cooling Solutions. To learn more, go to ecspart.com. I will include links in the show notes. Marlo, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day and uh, talking with us. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jamie. Randy, really appreciate you sharing your technical skill and uh, knowledge and expertise with the audience. And, and thank you for, for being on the show today. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and I just like to remind everyone to focus on cost per mile and... 
Let's keep those trucks and trailers rolling. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the Independent Parts and Service Channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash Pride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.